Welcome to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. There was no wrestling on this week except for uh, a couple rerun shows. So we're going to match the same thing they kind of did. Uh, first of all, we're going to start off with our top five returns, then go to our top, top ten match. Uh, we're going to start off with our top five returns, starting at number five. Uh, the Rocket Pat McAfee showing up on SmackDown September 15th. Yeah, this was just kind of fun for everybody involved, honestly. Uh, nobody expected this to happen at all. And it was just a good time overall. Pat McAfee high as hell in the ring. The Rock coming out, doing the Rock things, and getting him to have to, you know, silence half a SmackDown for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And then him calling... Uh... Theory of Jackass or something along the lines of that. I kind of forgot. It had something. You can't hear it when you go back and watch it, but it was great either way. Yep. Uh, next, we have Cody Rhodes returning after his uh, long uh, surgery wait time or post-surgery wait time. Uh, him coming back at the Royal Rumble and then winning it. it the only thing... That keeps us from kind of being high, higher is they announced he was returning before it happened, instead of it just being that uh, surprise entrance. But it's still nice to have him back after the classic trilogy with uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was great. I just wish they didn't telegraph that he was going to win as well. But is what it yeah, is. Bringing him in at thirty, we all knew it was going to happen. Uh, we could put John Cena on here twice, but the one we're going to go with was when he returned to face Austin Theory for the build-up to WrestleMania. He came back on a, a 3623 episode of Raw. Uh, he absolutely murdered Theory on the mic. He just cooked him. It was... The only thing I hate about this is what happened with uh, uh, Theory afterwards, because he... Basically, he lost every bit of momentum he ever had from the start. Yeah. But, uh, number two would be higher on the list, but he hadn't had a match yet. Uh, CM Punk returning at Survivor Series, probably the loudest pop we've seen in a very long time. Yeah, it, it speaks for itself, honestly. Yep. Uh, number one, Randy Orton returning at Survivor Series. Another extremely loud pop. And they acted like he wasn't going to show up. We all know he was going to be there, but still awesome. Yeah, we knew he was showing up. It was still awesome when he showed up. And even his quick little match was awesome. His little bit he did. We we got the yeah. highlights of Randy Orton in about three minutes. It was great. Uh, next, we got the top ten matches of the year. Uh, we'll start off with number ten. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch at Payback. Probably one of the bigger uh, surprises of the year uh, in terms of matches. Yeah, the storyline up to this match was great. It was uh, the weird bullshit afterwards nobody really cared about. The I don't know. What I remember was the build was like, it was kind of like, are we going to end this feud? When are we going to end this? This is getting stale. And then the match happened, and everybody's opinion on it all flipped. Wait, was this the end of the feud, or was this the beginning? I can't remember. This was the end of it. And then at the end of it, uh, Zoe Stark came in and... Uh, yeah, something, was, yeah. 
Anyway, the match was great up until the weird Zoe Starks thing. But you could say that for 90% of WWE matches this year. Um, what are we at now? Number nine, uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles at Night of Champions. Uh, they, I wish they would have let these guys cook for an hour. It was it was pretty entertaining. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up getting the win and winning the World Heavyweight Championship, and is still retaining to this date. Yeah, it was. It's two wrestlers you know are going to put on one hell of a match. We knew who was going to win going into it, but it was still a great 20, 30 minute match. Man. Uh, next, we got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa uh, for the tag titles at Night of Champions as well, if I remember that right. Yep. Yes. It was uh, Sami's first trip to Saudi, which made it a lot more emotional. The uh, crowd was super into it. Yeah, the crowd loved having him there. You even saw Roman break character a little bit just to be happy for Sami being there. Uh, overall, great match. Yeah, uh, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, seeing Sammy getting chants from the Saudi fans was pretty cool to see as well. But, uh, next, we have Bad Bounty versus Damian Priest at Backlash. Probably the coolest uh, entrance of the year. A- absolutely. Just I have no idea what his song was or what they were saying, but seeing a whole crowd get into it was great. And then all the shenanigans in the street fight was even better. We saw Savio Vega for a minute. We had Carlito. I know. Yeah. It was it was a it was a mess and then fun at the same time. Uh, next we had uh, number six, Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes at NXT No Mercy. Uh, yeah. Brutal, brutal match. Yeah, this was the final match of their feud, and they, it was one of these stiffer matches of the year. They were legitimately hitting the shit out of each other. Yeah, this was like watching a home run derby by just hitting bombs the whole time. But uh, number five, uh, Chad Gable versus Gunther. The rematch on uh, Raw for September 4th. This would have been my number one if it was on a pay-per-view and had a, a better crowd. This should have been on a pay-per-view, honestly. It was a pay-per-view quality match that everybody loved, everybody wanted. You didn't know what was going to happen until the very end. It was just perfect. Yeah, this was... um, If you loved Kurt Angle, you'd love this match. It was... uh, it, It felt like you were watching a new version of Kurt Angle go head in the ring. With uh, Chad Gable, absolutely. Like it, it was beautiful. Even did the an- ankle lock for a little bit. Uh, man, I, this is this is one of the ones where if you were an Angle fan, you go back and watch that one. But uh, on to number four, we got the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 39. Banger. Yeah, there's there's really nothing to say about this. This. Had us on a roller coaster of emotions the entire time. Yeah, uh, um, it was just well done. The build up to it, the match itself, everything afterwards—one of the few things they did right this year. 
Yeah. Uh, one glaring thing we left off our top 10. We left off Cody Rhodes versus uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for that reason. It kind of kind of ruined the year for the for the uh, for that championship. Yeah, ever since then the booking's just uh it's, it's been shit. Yep. Uh number 3, this is uh one of the things that came from uh Roman not really doing shit all year. Uh Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam. This feud didn't make sense at first and then it got good at the end. Yeah, the ending of this match and everything that happened post-match is really what elevates it. Because the first little bit of that match was just dumb as shit. But the way it all tied together at the end really elevated it. Yep. Uh, Number two, the best women's match in all of wrestling for the year. Uh, Ray Ripley versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 39. Just from bell to bell, these, these two put on a show. And from bell to bell, from the setup at uh, the Royal Rumble, the history between them, it was, it sounds weird me saying men's quality match, but you kind of get what I'm saying, because nobody really talks about women's wrestling in America, at least. Yeah, an honorable mention that Rhea had, or that I wanted to throw on here, but again, it was just a regular match on Raw. Uh, she had a match... Against Natalia, and Natalia they let that one go for once. They finally gave her a, a, enough time to do something, and it was it was great. But uh, yeah, uh, on to number one: uh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus at WrestleMania 39. This was the big meaty men slap and meat match. Yeah, this should surprise no one. Any list you look up anywhere right now about the top match of 2023 this is number one yeah it was this match stole the weekend yeah this should have been the main event this was also for the intercontinental title and this was uh where gunther started i mean he already had momentum but this is where you finally got to see why he is what he is yeah, this is the Gunther that everybody saw on NXT and NXT UK for years. Finally exposing it to everybody. And this is why Gunther where he is where he's at now. Right. But um, on to our top 10 WWE stars. This was uh, voted on. This entire list was voted on by being Dakota. Our other two uh, co-hosts are, are busy for the night, so if you're, it's holiday season. Everybody's busy. Yeah. They left. Yeah. They left the two unattended uh, autistic people do this thing. So, if you don't agree with it? Go fuck yourself. I'm not retarded, but I like rocks. Yeah, it's a, uh, I'm making grilled cheese at night. You know what I mean? As far as making it at night, not making them at night, Dad. I'm making them at night. <laughs> Uh, also, go on Netflix, watch Shangulas to stand up. It's perfect. Yep. Uh, number 10 for the WWE stars. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, start of the year, we all hated him. Now he is a, he's one of the best workers in the business. He can work a match. Uh, he can kind of talk on a mic when he's not getting drowned out. 
but just yep. just the leaps and bounds and improvements he's made just this year alone earns him that top 10 spot, and I don't care what anybody says. Speaking of uh, on the way up, number nine, Tiffany Stratton uh, put on uh, crazy matches, especially on NXT pay-per-views. Uh, probably uh, one of the next uh, top female stars on the main roster, hopefully soon. Hopefully, but she absolutely is the future of the women's, excuse me, division. Uh, speaking of women's division, we're going to keep it right in there. Uh, number eight, Becky Lynch. Uh, I don't think much self-explanatory. Be, so you don't need to say much about that one. Uh, a little low. There's a she had a couple low points of the year, but for the most part, uh, top star. And the low points weren't even really her fault. No, it was more or less the booking and the feuds that she was in. But unfortunately, but, with wrestling, it's how you're booked. Yep. Uh, number seven, another one who's on the way up, Ilya Dragunov. And we're going to go ahead and lump him in with number six, Carmelo Hayes. Both of them uh, put on the best matches in general in wrestling all year. And they did it a couple times over. If you want to see the future of the WWE, you look no further than those two and Gunther. It's and Trick Williams. Those four are going to carry this company for the next decade at the very least. Yeah. As long as they can keep them under contract. But uh, number five, uh, fastest rising guy. They, they, he says that in all his promos, <laughs> and it's true. Number five is L. A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, after his feud with Bray Wyatt, he might as well have just strapped a rocket to him and went straight to the moon. That, as much as WWE didn't want to push him at one point, they kind of had to with just the fan reaction. I said everything about him is electric. Very rock and Austin esque. Which I think is his main appeal is our demographic, honestly, but it yeah, works. But if they yeah. would let him cook on the mic for a little longer, uh he would definitely be a lot higher in other people in other people's minds, but people it's think that- he's a carbon copy. <clears throat> Sorry. I think at Mania is really when his push fully takes off once we fix whatever fucking title situation we've got going on everywhere. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown has two guys who currently aren't even full-time guys that are champions. It's it's insane. It's wild, but just if you even go back and look up his Eli Drake stuff, like the man's had the magic from the beginning. Shoes of a champion. That promo alone is just gold. Uh, number four. I'll know number four. Uh, Ray Ripley. Would. Uh, <laughs> uh, easily the uh, best women's wrestler in the entire business. We know why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you just go back and watch your WrestleMania match with Charlotte, Charlotte was who who we thought was the best, and then, yeah. Uh, sadly mistaken. But on to number three before uh, Mo comes through my wall like the... 
like the Kool Aid Man. I have to, just for me mentioning Ray Ripley three times. Uh, Ray Ripley, uh, Ray Ripley, Ray Ripley. Oh God. Uh, number three, Seth Rollins had the company on his back the entire time that Roman's been out, and he got a, uh, awarded with the World Heavyweight Championship and still has it. Let's say, should he still have it? Questionable. Does he deserve it? Absolutely. But, like John said, he's when Roman was gone, Seth stepped up and put it on his back and carried this motherfucker. Yeah, they made been, uh, they made the U.S. title him and Bobby Lashley look like it was the World Heavyweight Championship for the longest time. Yeah, uh, fun fact: him and uh, Dominic Mysterio were top two in matches, uh, total matches for the entire year. I don't have the exact number right now, but. Those two were at the top. It was a surprising amount. Yep, and then Cody Rhodes is a distant third. We'll get to that. Number two, Gunther. Uh, we were a little bit of an internal debate with me if I should put Gunther at one, but you can't have a you can't have a heel at number one. You gotta have a face there. So gotta send the at number two. Yeah. But you could definitely argue him number one and our number one, number two. We, they're interchangeable. They've both put on great work every time they've been asked. Yep. Uh, honorable mentions before we get into our Cody Rhodes bill here. Honorable mentions, uh, CM Punk. It's fucking AEW. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number two, honorable mention. We have three here. Uh, John Cena, and at number three, rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, you may have hated his WrestleMania match. We weren't the start, we weren't the biggest fans of it, but that short period we had him, it was fun, and uh, we miss him. And that was uh, and a side that note, was uh, backlash. It was backlash. Yep. And a side note to shit on uh, AEW some more. Your pay per view that's on tonight, uh, dog shit so far. Yeah. Uh, speaking of AEW, our number one guy is. Uh, former AEW star helped make that company. Uh, number one, Cody Rhodes. And he's saying, I know a lot of people are tired of the whole finish the story thing, and some people say he shouldn't have it. The man's deserved it. He's the biggest draw in the company outside of uh, LA Knight and uh, Roman Reigns. Yep. And for him to go from absolutely nothing to leaving the company. Uh, he did this. I don't know if he did it before Drew, but he did it better than Drew. Honestly, yeah, one hundred percent. But to leave, make your own name, to where you are a thorn in WWE side, and for them to come find you personally to bring you back home. Universal title is going to be on him at Mania, and if not, well, I think I think a lot of us are done with the company. Right. Is I can't take another 300 days of Roman Reigns holding that belt hostage. Yeah, I might pick up a new hobby. I'm going to go back to drinking. Uh, Before we get out of here, a little three tidbits of wrestling news. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) Sasha Banks. Let's do the easy Uh, ones first. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dynamite beat Raw. And ratings for the first time all year, and it was because Raw was running a highlight show. 
Oh my god, you would have thought they fucking conquered the world. Congratulations, you took a live wrestling show and beat a company that took the week off. Literally. And you didn't even destroy them like you're talking about. You barely beat them. You beat them by 100,000 people when usually Raw brings in 2 million. Uh, I don't think 2 million people have watched AEW since its inception. I know we shit on AEW a lot, but they deserve it. A company that started so strong and could have been amazing is the Indie Mud Show bullshit now. Uh, Jim Cornette said, thank you, fuck you, bye. Uh, Speaking of uh, talks that are falling through, uh, Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet contract negotiations with uh, WWE have fallen through. Apparently she wants more money than Charlotte Flair. Laughable. This is the rumor anyway, but there's been hints dropped that she's returning. No one fucking knows. Multiple media outlets have put that uh, talks have fallen through, but they did the same thing with CM Punk at Survivor Series. Uh, personally, this is one I can live with or without. I've never been a Sasha Banks fan. Uh, I think it, I think it strengthens the division if she comes back, though. It does what? Sorry, you broke up there. Uh, it strengthens the division if she comes back. I mean, it does, kind of, but... Just never really been a fan of her work. I don't really like her attitude. I've never liked her personas. I don't. There's nothing about her I've ever really liked. Yeah, fair enough. You know, something about Flacco. <laughs> That's what people are going to compare this to, but it's just, it's not. Fair enough. Uh, I I can't. Last... I can't describe it. Like she's put on. She's been a part of excellent women's matches. She has, but. Yeah. Outside of those major matches, like it's. I don't Sorry, know. man. Tell us how you really feel. Not played. It's how I feel, honestly. It's just I just this. I don't, don't like her. I don't know why. It's the persona, the mic skills, the in ring. The in ring's not terrible, but it's not what everybody makes it out to be. I mean, hell, she's out here. She was out there injuring people left and right like Nia was too, but didn't catch the same amount of flack for it. That's fair. I just... I don't don't know. Uh, Last little bit. Uh, Chris Jericho accused of sexual assault by Kylie Ray. This was news, uh, what, a couple years ago? And now it's come back up again. Was it it the same person a couple years ago? Yep. Okay, so I know it was, I know there was like sexual harassment, sexual assault type thing brought up a few years ago. I couldn't find out if it was the same person or not. But uh, more yeah. more information about it's been leaked. Apparently, uh, he told her to come to a meeting at his hotel room that she assumed other people would be a part of. It was just Jericho, and he tried to make a pass. Disgusting. Uh, it's. You know, I used to be a Jericho fan, and then the past few years have made it hard to even defend his old stuff when he was amazing. Yeah. The um, another thing that came out with him, he was having a back and forth with uh, 
Stephen P. New. If you listen to uh, Jim Cornette's podcast, that's the that's his lawyer, and he also happens to be CM Punk's lawyer too. Hey, uh, something about something about their uh, non-disclosed ag- uh, agreement signing with the AEW, where they can't come out and say stuff. And then uh, Jericho made an ass of himself on Twitter uh, again, and uh, yeah. Well, hello, Ken. Well, hello. All right. Well, uh, let's catch you up on the talking points at the end of the show here. Um, so the first one, uh, we're talking about the news going on in wrestling. Uh, I already forgot the first one. I've been drinking. It was Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah. Sasha Banks coming back. Apparently reports have fallen through. What do you feel about the whole situation? I thought this. You guys told me I was crazy. I called this back when Bailey was going through that shit with Damage Pro a couple months ago. Well, she come back and. Well, the new report on multiple outlets is that uh, talks have fallen through due to money disputes. But they also said, they, they said the same thing about Punk days before he came back. Yeah, does that lightning strike twice, though, with the contract? You never know those stories. Never. So you never know because for months they've been saying Sasha wants more than Charlotte, and but, none of these I outlets mean, can honestly, accurately identify. None of her, these outlets can also accurately identify what her New Japan contract was. They don't know if it was appearance based, if it was timeline based, if it was just a per yeah. show agreement. No one knows. Well, yeah. uh, the other one was AEW beating uh, WWE, uh, beating Raw and NXT uh, in ratings this week because of the, For the uh, year into the show. Yeah, where AEW had a live show and uh, WWE did not. Yeah, that, and their fans are going crazy. Should. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Monday. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the absolute butt-fucking in the ratings, because this pay-per-view they have right now is trash. This Julia Hart match is one of those. uh, I usually skip this part of the video. Good answer, coincidence that Hunter has already mentioned that a a former champion's coming back on Monday, so they're going to fuck him in the ratings. Yep. Uh, Last one was the uh, thing I sent you on the group chat of... uh, Jericho getting accused of sexual assault of uh, Kylie Ray. Not surprised. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jericho uh, last since he's left WWE, he's made a complete ass of himself. Uh, I forgot about the whole thing where uh, I talked about it on the Cornet podcast of uh, one of the shows they did overseas in WWE, and the the security people came up to check on him, and they said uh, he hit him with a, "Do you know who I am?" and it was flexing at him the whole time. Dude, since he's left WWE, he has not been the same fucking person. I think he knows that, and he's trying to do everything he can to hold fame. But yeah, it's, it's been step away and just disappear. Anyway, say since AEW started, it's been real hard to be a 
Jericho fan, and I'm going to apologize if you hear my dogs barking. Some fucking dickheads out here shooting off fireworks at 10 for some reason. <clears throat> One day early. Yeah. Fucking Bullet County, baby. Whew. I've been drinking too much ENJ to let this shit slide. I'm going to go make a scene. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Ken, you just missed our, our countdown, but we ran through it fairly quickly. Anyway, we sent the list in the group chat. Anything uh, you would change or add? Nah, I think I pretty much agreed with all of it. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look at that. The two autistics are smart. We, we finally got something right. But, anyways, uh, closing thoughts. Uh, AW fans, please uh, get your tissue boxes ready for this next week. Uh, make sure you take that shower and put in that job application. Uh, also, AEW, what the fuck is your booking? Like, why is Sammy Guevara and Jericho teaming up? And the last time they were here, like, Sammy betrayed him. Like, it... It, tell Tony no. Coke to put the toys away. Fucking. Some better storytelling in a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Some better storytelling on six Taco Bell packets. You know. I love that. You're asking AW fans to read a book, man. That's a, that's a problem. I'm, I'm asking them to have an IQ greater than six, which, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Man. All right, well, we're going to close it out on that. AW fans, take a shower. Uh, make sure you follow us on everywhere you do, everywhere you do social media at uh, Cheap Hot Productions and on TikTok. The best name on TikTok, I pop this potty for the cheap. Uh, with all that being said, uh, this is Hook signing out. This was such good shit. Thank y'all for letting me join. This is Ken. <laughs> we love you, Ken. Don't worry, we'll be we vibing the rest of the night. But uh, you know, to close, <laughs> uh, you know, we call my girl Sloppenheimer the way she got that bomb ass coochie. Uh. This is Dakota, and we out of here.